What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. This podcast is a special one because it's 10K Mastermind Launch Week. And 10K Mastermind Launch Week means that we're bringing in our next round of students for the 10K Mastermind. And so in celebration of that, we're actually interviewing some of our best 10K Mastermind students. And with us on the podcast today, I've got Melissa Chapone on the podcast. What's up, Mel? Everything's good. How about you? Best day of my life. So let's do like, before we get into like your origin story, I'm going to start with the end result. So let's talk about some results that you've been able to achieve inside of the 10K Mastermind program. So talk about um, some of the income you've been able to generate and some of the things that you've been learning inside of the Mastermind. Okay. So going into the Mastermind, I was hitting between four and 5K for the three months prior to joining and the first month in the mastermind, I was able to hit 10K, which was my original goal, but I really thought that it was going to take me a little bit longer than that to get there. But I knew in the CLA, I had been coached up a lot and I had learned so much in the CLA, but I knew that I just needed that next level to get to where I wanted to be. So joining the 10K mastermind, I was hoping for help with some of my systems that I knew just weren't where they needed to be. And I knew with the coaches in the 10K Mastermind that I couldn't lose. I just didn't realize I'd win so quickly. (laughs) Mm, I love it. That's honestly, so that's what happens. Like, I feel like as online coaches, we get super complacent sometimes. Like when we're making 5K a month, 7K a month, it's really easy for us to kind of like rest on our laurels. And like, we want to grow, but we also don't know what we need to be doing next. And when you're in the Change Jobs Academy, especially like, when you start making five to seven K a month, like you're kind of a big fish in there. Like you're like, you're doing pretty good. People know who you are. You're making five to six K a month. You're celebrating wins. People see that. And so like that, I feel like for me, whenever I invest in a mentor, I don't know if you experience this as well, Mel, but whenever I invest in a mentor, as soon as I hand over money, I'm like, okay, I don't want to waste this money. So like, I'm going to go all in. Exactly. That is my philosophy. But honestly, I'll say that it took me a little while to get there. I mean, I started out in the CLA you know, kind of nervous, not really wanting to speak up, not really knowing, you know, what I needed to do to get to where I wanted to be. I love it. So let's actually go back back. So I want to know a little bit of your about your origin story. So what were you doing before you started online coaching? Because obviously you didn't, it's not like you just wanted to be an online coach. So what was your backstory before you started online coaching? Yeah, so I was in the IT industry for 20 years. I worked in schools for 17 years. And I taught technology and I was the director of IT in the schools. And then I moved on to the dental industry and I was only there for a little over a year. But after leaving the schools, I realized that I never really loved IT to begin with. The one thing that kept me there was the kids and being in the schools and actually teaching. So when I didn't have that anymore and I was just like, you know, network doing, working with networks and, you know, fixing someone's printer, how fulfilling, like, oh, Mel, you're the best. You fixed my printer. It's like, (laughs) I go home at night feeling so amazing that I fixed someone's printer. So it just wasn't fulfilling. And Mm -hmm. I realized that it wasn't what I wanted to do, but I really didn't know for a while what I wanted to do, but I was working on my own fitness journey. I had an online fitness coach of my own who kind of encouraged me to become a coach. He originally, the plan was to become his assistant coach, but we realized as I started to study and learn and more and research that it just wasn't a good fit 
business-wise for us to coach together. So I just said, I'm going to do this on my own. And I had been following you and Cole for quite some time on social media. And I know that I was talking to you in the DMs for a little while and saying like, this is something I want to do in the future. And you kept saying, but why not now? And I'm like, I'm just not ready yet. And, you know, you were telling me, well, you know, if, if you just take action, you don't have to be ready. You know, it's kind of that old adage that you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And it literally just clicked one day. I'm like, I'm fucking ready. I need to do this. I know I want to get out of this. And this is my key to get out of it. And I've always been in a position where I wanted to serve. I was a teacher. I was a coach. I still serve on two. I serve on a town committee that I was elected to. I serve on some ad hoc committees in my town. It's just something that's in my blood. So this just made sense. Mm. So first of all, I just want to talk a little bit about like that feeling that you got when you're like, you know, you want to do it, but you're like also hesitant. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, every fucking human being feels that way. All of us feel that way about starting a journey. I remember when I first wanted to start a podcast, Mel, I don't think I've talked about this a lot. So that thought sparked it. I talked about starting a podcast for a very long time. It was like five, six months. I was like telling Cole, I wanted to start a podcast, wanted to start sharing my knowledge. And finally, I like had looked at a bunch of different mentors and the, the when I got ready was when I just like literally made the decision. I was like, I'm no longer willing to tolerate my excuses. I was like, I just need to do it. And then I just started taking action. So like the way that you get over that fear, you guys, is like just taking action, right? Exactly. Yeah. I did have a fear. I had a fear of the money. I had a fear of failure. I had a fear of, you know, just making a change at 48 years old. and. Mm -hmm completely flipping the switch and it was scary. But if I never took action, I would still have been in the same place. I have a question. I want to tag off that because I feel like there's a lot of people that might be like in their forties that are like, Oh, like I'm too old to like learn social media. Like, did you find it hard to learn social media? Like, because obviously like your generation didn't grow up. Like my generation grew up with like flip phones, iPhones, et cetera. It's like your generation didn't grow up with flip phones and iPhones. So when you came into the academy, did you find it a struggle to learn social media, to learn Instagram, to learn Facebook? So I feel like a lot of people that are 40 plus are just like, oh, I'm just fuck social media. Like I'm just not interested in learning it. No, because I have been in technology for 20 years. So, you know, it was a big part of my life before this. But using it the way I do was very different. And so that was difficult. That was challenging. And part of the reason is because being involved in education, you have to be very conservative. And so I couldn't, I could never be authentic on social media when I was in education because I had to protect the school. I had to protect the community. I had to protect myself. So I could never post a picture, you know, drinking alcohol. I could never curse. I could never just be me because I was always under these confines of living this like perfect life as a teacher and as part of a representative of the school. That's so interesting. And that's so fucking funny. And I understand that completely because it's like, you're an extension of the brand, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever brand you're working for. So if you're working for a corporate X company, like basically corporate X company is in full control of what you get to say and do on social media because corporate X company pays you. And if corporate X company doesn't like what you're saying, they can just message you and be like, well, do you want your job or do you want to take that down? Exactly. And 
there's so many young kids looking at social media. So if my students were looking at my page and I was doing something that the school considered inappropriate, which, you know, isn't a lot of the things aren't inappropriate as an adult, but for some reason we have like such strict confines that we're supposed to be like these superhuman people as teachers. So I was so conditioned to acting a certain way on social media that it was a big change for me and it made it very difficult. I kept going on content audits with Cole and Cole kept saying, I've had conversations with you. This is not you. You're not showing up as you on social media. You're not being authentic. I'm like, I know I'm trying. Yeah. I feel like, so that right there, what you're talking about is what 99% of online trainers struggle with is like that authenticity. Is that like, you can't, like a lot of online trainers, they'll be having a conversation with their friend or their homie or a mentor or whatever. And like real of them comes out because it's just a fucking conversation. But then as soon as the camera comes on, it's almost like this facade comes out. How did you overcome that? Practice, practice, practice. I mean, I I went back to content audits every week. Cole has mentioned before how I was like a little fucking mosquito. He said in his ear all the time <laughs> because I just kept showing up to content audits like, all right, what am I doing wrong? And he's like, the same fucking thing I told you last week. You're <laughs> not being authentic. I'm like, I thought I'm being more authentic. I'm trying. And it's so funny. Like one day it just finally clicked for me. And I posted a video saying like, you know, the hook which got everyone was I've been lying to you. And so I just talked for about a minute about how I've been so inauthentic on social media. And I was like, I apologize. I haven't been myself, but you're going to see more of me. It's not going to switch overnight, but you're going to hear me curse. You're going to hear me be sarcastic and be playful. And you're going to hear me be different than you have for the last 20 years on social media. And I think it was like my highest rated, like most engagement ever, because people want you to be you, even if it's difficult. I love that. So you had a big breakthrough in the Academy and the big breakthrough was like me being authentic on camera and me like speaking my truth and starting to find my voice, which I think is fucking dope. Talk to me a little bit about, are you open to talking about the adversity that you experienced in the Academy? Because I think it can inspire some people. If not, you can just tell me now. No. Okay. I mean, I can to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like what you went through, like you basically went through this massive adversity in your personal life and you were still <laughs> able not only were you still able to show up, you were like showing up the next fucking day and asking us questions. We were oh, like, that oh. adversity. Yeah. I was like, go fucking go be by yourself. Yeah, um, definitely would like to talk about that. So yeah. I'll, I'll let you share. Yeah. So it's actually coming up on a week in six days that I lost my dad on my birthday last year. And I was in the academy for at that time four months. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty active in the academy at that time, like showing up in our group daily, you know, supporting other people, getting support from people, and then always showing up on like pod chats and, and things like that. And it was important to me because I, as a lot of other people in the academy feel, felt like the academy was my family. Like these were my people. This was my community. It was people who felt the same way I did, had the same goals as I did, faced the same adversity as I did. So I, this is where I lived. This is where I was comfortable. So mm. when my dad passed, I was going through a really rough time, especially at being on my birthday. 
even though I was somewhat prepared for it. My dad had been sick for a while, but I think it was pod chats. The next day I showed up at pod chats and I think I was probably a little emotional that day. And my question was more about the business. It wasn't about my dad, but I did share, you know, that my dad had just passed and I will never forget. (laughs) I um, shared and I think Cole came down on me a little bit on the call. Like, I don't even really remember what he said and I don't remember him being really tough, but that's one thing I've always respected about Cole. That's one I operate better with someone who is tough rather than just like, okay, a little pat on the back and, you know, move along. So I didn't see anything, you know, inappropriate. I didn't feel like he was coming down hard on me, but I think you were, you came from a much more compassionate approach to whatever the question was. Cole was a little tough. And I remember you kind of cutting Cole off being like, well, let's just, you know, say, (laughs) this is great that that was the first time me and cole got into an actual argument in a long time no way (laughs) i swear to god i called him and i was like you need to fucking call mel and apologize he's like fuck you i do i was like no you fucking do and i was like we like barked at each other and like that conversation ended and then he called you and then he called me back he's like bro she's like good i was like i'm like we needed to fucking rectify that situation (laughs) that was the first argument that me and cole got in and it like like years I was like, fucking call Mel and apologize. He's like, excuse me? Like, do it now. Well, that argument didn't last long because I got that call pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what thing about me and Cole is like, we both like, Cole and I are both very stubborn, but Cole and I will both receive feedback from each other. So even if we don't fucking like it, I will listen and I'll be like, you're a fucking asshole, but then I'll go do it and I'll come back and I'll report to him. So <laughs> he's the exact same way. Yeah, I remember that call, the pod chats ending and then seeing a call on my cell phone from Canada. And like, I don't really know anyone else from Canada. I mean, there's some people in the academy that I know, but they never be calling me. So I answered, I'm like, hello? He's like, Melissa, this is Cole. I'm like, hey, it's like, Brian told me to call. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking funny. He's like, Uh, Brian wanted me to call you because... He felt like I came down a little too hard on you. And he said, looking at the people's faces on the call, that a lot of other people felt the same way. Right. And I was like, I didn't feel that at all. I was like, I give you 100% permission to always come down hard on me because yeah. that's how I operate better. And he was like, okay, so we're cool. I'm like, we're cool. He's like, okay. And and then I remember even at the live event, like calling him out, being like, hey, listen, I told you back in November to be tough on me and i feel like you're not tough on me (laughs) oh i love it i love it just wanted to take a quick minute to say i want to change your life if you're listening to this podcast then you know that i have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business so go to my instagram at the real brian mark and dm me the words more clients i'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is we'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business and i'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next again go to my instagram at the real brian mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Okay, so let's talk about the 10K Mastermind because when you're in the academy, the academy is your family. Mm-hmm. It's like, and when the academy is your family, it's really easy to stay in the academy and be a lifer and be like, I'm staying here forever. But there was something inside of you that called you to join the 10K Mastermind. What was that something? Yeah, that's really funny that you mentioned that because I wasn't sure if I was alone in that feeling like, 
a little hesitant to move into the 10K mastermind because I felt like I was leaving my family behind. That wasn't the case. I could still go into the CLA whenever I want. And I still have connections with so many of these people outside of the academy now. I talk to these people daily, some of them. And so it wasn't the case, but it was a little bit of fear that I had. But I just, like, I didn't, I only hesitated for a second. Mm -hmm. As soon as the 10K Mastermind came up, I said, I'm in just as I have with every other opportunity that you have presented me with, because I trust that if it's an opportunity that you and Cole are presenting us with, that I will win no matter what. And, you know, just like being at the live event last year, I sold my Jeep to pay for the VIP dinner. And, you know, people are always like, whoa, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And you, you find a way, like if that's what you want, and if you know that you need to be at that next level, like you find a way. And, and I want to touch on that because a lot of people are scared to do that because they've been fucking shimmy shammed in the past. Mm-hmm. Right? So like, what makes you so confident in best? Because you said anything that you and Cole do, I'm all in. What makes you so confident in Cole and I? I mean, one, your results speak for themselves. I mean, I was number 312 to to hit 10K. And, you know, everything you guys have that Midas touch, everything you touch turns to gold. And listen, you know, as an entrepreneur, you you have to take, take risks and you're not always going to win. And sometimes they're calculated risks and sometimes you just fucking go for it regardless because you're taking a chance on yourself or you're taking a chance on someone else that you trust. Mm. You may not win, but if you want to move forward, you have to take that risk. And I do, you know, I've gotten to a point where I have a lot of confidence in myself, but yes. I have a hundred percent confidence in you guys. And I know that if you're involved, that I want to be there and that I can only grow from there. That's super fucking cool. I love that. And I want to share something that's very fucking important to me. And it's this. Any one of my clients that invests in the Change Jobs Academy, the 10K Mastermind, the Million Dollar Mastermind, doesn't matter what it is. I view it as like, I feel like a lot of mentors don't take this on, but me and Cole do. I view it as like my obligation to get you results. And I actually like feel sick to my stomach. If somebody is like doing the program and they're following the program and they're not getting results, like I feel like, I literally feel sick to my stomach and I will do whatever I can to rectify it. There's a difference because obviously if somebody buys the program, they don't fucking check into the Facebook group for like six months and then haven't completed any of the course. And they're like, why am I not getting results? And I'm like, why is your fat loss client not losing weight? Like, but like when somebody's doing the fucking work and you're showing up on a daily basis and you're doing everything you possibly can to succeed at that point, I can, I can teach you fucking anything. And it's like the perfect example of this is fucking Cole. Like literally Cole DeSilla, when I first met him, had 200 social media followers. He was an iron worker and he was just like ripping, rare to go. And he was just super excited, but he had work ethic and he had drive. And if you have work ethic and you have drive, you can literally do fucking anything. Like you, have, you can learn any skill. And so inside of the Change Jobs Academy, inside of the Tanky Mastermind, inside of the Million Dollar Mastermind, like that's a philosophy. Because like if you put in the work, the results will be there and it's only a matter of time. Like it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. What have you learned in the Tanky Mastermind now that's been different than the other mentorship programs that you've been in, including the CLA? I think I've learned... One, I'm the type of person who, even though I do take risks, I've always tend to overthink quite a bit. And because I'm just like super analytical, that's just the way my brain works. I do have a creative side, but my my brain is just always analytical. I mean, I was in IT for 20 years. You have to be technical and analytical. And so 
I would say that that is a strength and a weakness of mine. So in the 10K Academy, like they don't really give you much time to, to overthink. It's like, this is the fucking system. You need to do it. And once you do, you will succeed. But the longer you take to do it, the longer you will take to succeed. So just fucking do it. So I have learned to like stop overthinking and to, you know, take quicker action. But I've also gotten like systems that I needed just, you know, tracking numbers and things that I just knew that I needed, but never put the time in. And I knew that if I came into the the mastermind, it would force me to, and it did. Mm, That's beautiful. So the first month in, you doubled your income. Yes. I love it for my investment plus some and, you know, gave me the confidence I needed to, you know, I, I feel like in the CLA, I, when I first started, I had like goals, but they were so small mm-hmm. and I didn't, you know, I, I listened to other people say to me, like, who's going to want a 50 year old coach, a 50 year old trainer, who's going to want like a woman who has no experience training, but has been in IT for 20 years and just all of a sudden becomes a trainer. And that like played in the back of my mind when I first started. And I, and it wasn't, you know, I had people who were really close to me telling me that. So Mm. it, you know, it resonated with me and it stayed with me and I tend to perseverate on things like that. And so in, when I first started, I'm like, oh, if I could have like 10 clients, that would be so cool. Or, you know, if I could do this and make lots of money, maybe I could work part time someday doing something else, you know, and my dreams were so small. And then once I started to see success and just doing some of the, the inner work that I needed to do with myself, some mindset shifting and things, and I started to gain confidence and, you know, so my dreams just got bigger and bigger. And in the 10K mastermind, it's like, I know now that like the possibilities are endless. Can I ask you what your goals are for your online coaching business now that you're thinking bigger? Yeah. So I plan to, in 2024, you know, make some big changes in my business and scale my business and to start hiring some staff. And I'm hoping to bring my daughter into the business. She's in nursing school right now, but she is into fitness herself and she's really enjoying studying, you know, like anatomy and nutrition. And she's decided that she wants to be a coach as well. Not sure, you know she's 19, not sure where it will go, but I definitely want to give her as many opportunities as I can. So I'll start with that. And, and then we just want to grow our empire from there. That is super fucking cool. I love it. I'm super happy. That's also super cool because with my family, I've pretty much have, I've given five of my family members opportunities to work with me. Only two of them are still with me because they like lasted the season, but I gave five of my family members opportunities to work with me. And it's really cool to be able to like employ your family and give them opportunities that to work from home where like they couldn't, they like wouldn't have that opportunity without you. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I, I plan to do the same with my twin sister who is, she has a very long history in business and helping to run businesses and organizations at a high level. So I plan to bring her into the business too, which she's been wanting me to for a long time, but I haven't been in a position to. So that is my goal in 2024 as well. Mm, I love it. Okay. So I have two final questions for you. So question number one is if somebody's listening to the podcast right now, or they're listening to this live stream and they're making $5,000 a month plus, and they're thinking about joining the 10K mastermind, but they're not sure if it's worth the investment, what would you say? 
I would say, don't fucking think about it. Like I did, you know, overthinking things. It is 100%. I am 100% confident in saying that it is worth your investment. You will make it back very quickly. And as you and Cole always say, and we hear quite often, you have to take messy action and success likes speed. And the longer you think about it, the further you get from your goals. Mm. And guys, time is the one thing you can't get back. Exactly. Money, you invest, it comes back to you. Time, you don't get back. So mm -hmm. for those of you guys that have been thinking about joining the 10K Mastermind, I want to invite you to join by clicking the link in my bio on Instagram. It's the 10K Mastermind application and let you guys know that it's fucking New Year's. Like we're about to catch the New Year's rush. And if you don't start building your business now, you're going to miss the New Year's rush. And there's going to be a lot of online coaches that are making a lot of money January 1st. And it could be you. So if you're thinking about joining the 10K Mastermind, hit the link in my bio on Instagram at the real Brian Mark, and you guys can apply. Now the second question. So you are Melissa Chapone, and you're this like powerful woman that's crushing it, making $10,000 a month in your business. And you're like this confident business leader now. Now I want you to take the version of you now, and I want you to go back and talk to baby Melissa who just started her online coaching business, and I want you to give her some advice. What would the advice be to Melissa who's just getting started? I like this. God, I could probably sit and talk to myself for Do an it. hour with you a lot of advice. You let it out. I'm excited. But honestly, I think the two biggest things I would say is, first, I would say dream big. Your goals are too small. You know, nothing is impossible if you believe it. You know, we are restricted most by our minds and our beliefs. And the next thing I would say is find your voice. I think it took me a little too long to find my voice. I think it was not until, so I joined the Academy in August, and I think it was not until I went to the in-person event in January that I actually like spoke up in a big way in front of a lot of people on a microphone with a lot of vulnerability. And even though it was very difficult and I got some really harsh advice, it was what I needed to hear. And it made me realize that like, I have this opportunity to speak to so many different people that have had different experiences and different levels of success. And I'm paying for this and I'm sitting here with my mouth closed, watching everyone else succeed. So I think I used to show up to pod chats, show up to content audits, show up to everything, afraid to speak up. And I would just watch. And I think there's so many people in that same boat. And I've talked to so many people that are like, oh my gosh, you inspire me. Like Cole and Brian scare me. Like, how do you get up there and, and talk? And I'm like, Cole and Brian, like people are always afraid of Cole. I used to be more afraid of you than I was Cole. <laughs> really? I'm super yeah. nice. I meet you with what you meet me with. If you're like, if, you're, so if, you true. Meek, if you come in meek, I'm not going to come at you hot. I promise. So true. But you are just like more intimidating. Well, you were not anymore. Yeah. You were more intimidating to me. Cole, like Cole and I spoke the same language. Like mm. I always had that tough exterior like Cole, but a really big heart. And mm. people are afraid of Cole. I'm like, Cole has this huge heart. People don't get to see very often. But I was afraid at first too. And I just sat there watching for so long. And then I regretted it. I'm like, what am I paying for? Like, 
I'm here to get better. And I have an opportunity by speaking to people to get better. So it took me a while because I was always that person who kind of, you know, walked into a party and kind of slid her way into the corner and just observed. And I'm, I can be social, but I also love to be in solitude. And so I had to really find my voice and it took me a little longer than I wished it did. Mm, That was fucking amazing. That was amazing. (laughs) So Mel, what is your Instagram? So for two reasons, number one, so people can indeed verify that you're a real person. And number two, because guys, if you listen to this podcast and you got any sort of value from Mel and her story inspired you or motivated you in any sort of way, I would appreciate it if you could go to her Facebook or go to her Instagram and shoot her a message. That includes you, Change Jobs Academy. So if you're listening to this and you're in the Change Jobs Academy and you listen to Mel on the podcast, you listen to Mel like today, I want you to send her a message and let her know that you were inspired. Mel, what's your Instagram? Appreciate that. It's mel.chips, like potato chips, C-H-I-P-S, mel.chips.fit mel.chips.fit. I love it. Cool. Well, Mel, thank you so much for coming to the podcast and sharing your story. And guys, for those of you guys that are listening to this podcast, I want to let you know it's 10K Mastermind launch week. So we're opening up the 10K Mastermind for enrollment. The 10K Mastermind is a program that I'm so fucking passionate about right now because the results coming out of the program are absolutely incredible. You know, Mel is such a great example of the transformation that happens inside of the 10K Mastermind. We've also got some other rock stars that are crushing inside of the program that you guys are going to be hearing about on the podcast in the next coming days. So Mel, you're the best. I appreciate you so much. Appreciate you more. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.